Christmas rolling. <laughs> Alright, so we are back out here for Entrepreneurs episode three with two one of a kind guests. We got the Ant Hill Collective, SK and Capes. What up boys? What's happening? Yes, yes, we are coming to you from the Burlington Beer Co. Uh, which this year is where Above the Radar went down. Above yep. the Radar Five. Correct. Was just all a with weeks the num- numeric hand signals. Yeah, today. you know what I mean. <laughs> so you just got to get a four in there somewhere. Yep. Well, we got the four elements. <laughs> It'll come around. Yeah, no doubt. Word. Sweet. Well, I'm glad you guys were able to come through. You know, this has been a highly requested episode. So awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's sick. So why don't you guys break down a little bit about? Uh, I know you were telling me off camera, but just a little bit about Ant Hill and how it all came into fruition, what the idea behind it is, and all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, came into fruition, essentially, um, Capes and I met, Capes, SK, uh, met at the, uh, was it the first wall to canvas competition that Magic Hat used to do? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And the idea of those competitions was, like, to take graffiti writers and, and put them on stage, kind of, you know? Um, and we showed up, and I think both of us probably had the same impression, it was like, yo, where's all the spray paint? Like, there were, like, no graffiti writers. In fact, the only other, like, graffiti writers were, like, mostly under 18 and had to be out, like, isolated outside of the tent. They weren't allowed inside the, the oh, same yeah, space as us. Was like, Zeus and Ender, but, yeah, they yeah. couldn't be in the beer garden area. Yeah, so. shout out Zeus and Ender. Uh, um, but, yeah, so, you know, we, like, connected over the fact that, like, you got to create a spray paint, literally, you know. Um, and then, you know, got to painting, did the competition, whatever, um... And then you just like reconnected after that, you know, it was like, damn, like you're a, like, we're a couple of old men who had both kind of just come back to the activity of actually painting graffiti. And um, it was really that event that inspired both of us, I think, to pick up a can again. We were like, oh, yeah. I used to do that. That would be fun. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes that's what it takes. Kind of taking a hiatus for a long time. See, seeing someone else that's like, you know, about your same age. and you Oh, know, you got two see. girls. I got two girls. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. got way too much in common to not hang out again. Right. Um, so yeah, and that, and that was like also right around the time that I rented my first studio space down on Pine Street in the in the arts district there. Um, and I really like I couldn't really afford to have a studio. I didn't even really know what I was gonna do with a studio. I was just like, I have this studio that I can spray paint inside of because it used to be an auto body shop. Oh yeah, it was uh, Trevor Young's old. Spot. It was the first yeah. iteration of Arts Riot. They like opened their first space there so yep. we had met them like painting actually after wall to canvas i think one day yep. yeah and nectar's was, alley is where we met those guys yep and it was uh you know it was like they they were bringing in new artists and new studio space we moved into the studio space and i kind of almost immediately was like I was hey, like, you got any you, interest in like hanging out a, in a studio a spray with me <laughs> you could paint in february <laughs> like all right yeah, that's um, dope, because similar to, like, skating, you know, here in the winters, can't imagine you get out to paint much, right? I mean, cans don't really work too well you in know, the cold. Chrome and, chrome and black. There's uh, ways around it. Right. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, it was, it was definitely, like, we were both coming back to the activity, getting inspired to paint, and then when we started painting together, you know, it was, like, kind of jobs sort of things started presenting themselves to us between the different people that we knew and like people are reaching out to have you yeah like you, you know we, we painted a, a dodge sprinter van together but not together he painted one side and i painted the other at like <laughs> two separate days um and that was like our first impromptu <laughs> collaboration yeah. you know voluntary collaboration <laughs> um 
and then yeah it was like you know like people would reach out to us and you know initially we were just like yo we got paint like we would you know we'd like yeah we need 30 cans to do this job and you know and we'd use 10 and have 20 cans left over and we started like racking paint nice um we built a little like spray closet and we had i think six milk crates all full of paint it was over 100 cans we're like yo look how much paint we yeah. have <laughs> thought we were kings oh, yeah. um and yeah, you know, and then it like it's sp- it's spanned out of there. Um, yeah. So what was the? I know you were saying a little bit about the whole idea of like ant hill, you know, ants. Yeah. Yeah. Many hands making light work, and like uh, we were definitely stronger as a union, working together than trying to be making it on our own and be in competition with one another. So. Yeah, no doubt. It's all about the collaboration. I always, I feel like this is super redundant, but I say this in almost every episode here, like six degrees of separation is really like one, two max. So, yep. you know, makes it nice. It's easy to collaborate with people. You yeah. Know? And, you know, we are, it was like there was already a team in place. We knew so many other heads that were interested and maybe wanted to do artwork, DJs, you know, a lot of different people. And it, it just kind of, it made sense. You know, it was like, what, what if we made a path for everybody to kind of get together, work together, and start making things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was, you know, we would like host a little jam and get everybody pumped, or you know, we started hosting hip hop shows at the, down at the Monkey House third Thursdays, and kind of reaching out into all of the elements, and also connecting with artists that we were meeting because we were traveling and going to jams, and you know, going down to Art Basel in Miami, going up to like Under Pressure in Montreal and, and meeting other people and sort of seeing like, this is this is a community, yeah. you know, and, and we make these connections and then, you know, now I got like artists from Montreal that want to come down and paint or, you know, just this weekend we painted with this kid from Connecticut. Like there's always people yeah, who want to- Local kids that we met just by being outside of that Arts Riot space and painting on the wall that we kind of had as our free wall at the time. Yep. Uh, that's how we met Sonar. That's how we met Speak. Yep. And uh, we ended up hosting the Black Box Battle out behind Arts Riot where we got 10 young artists. Gave them all the same kit of spray paint and a board and let them paint all afternoon and then judged it. And Sick. It was pretty fun. Like, so who, we were, we were trying to mentor at the same time. Who as, won like, that contest? Was it like, was there a winner? Or was it all uh, just like, was it Piggly? Win I think uh, Piggly won that. Yeah, even yeah. though Fo put up a real good yeah. piece. Uh, it's so too. funny with something like that, right? Because yeah. it's like super subjective, right? It's Transplant like it's was the uh, like wild brain that I think skewed the judging. <laughs> <laughs> we love Transplant. We need a third judge. <laughs> but Transplant definitely... Uh, he scored things a little differently than we did coming at it from his, uh, his yep. artistic perspective. Shout out Plant. He's a nasty yeah. artist as well. <laughs> yep. Yep, absolutely. So how long has Ant Hill been a thing, like, officially? It's like almost a decade. Yeah, I don't know if we have, yeah. like, a established date. <laughs> I mean, somewhere there's, on you know, on paper, less than a decade, because we did actually, like, form an LLC so that we could start running things through a so business. And how it went down is really that, like, VPR somehow heard about us and wanted to come and talk about up-and-coming artists in the South End District, and they did a radio interview, and we're like, oh, we should make some cool sound effects, so we tagged the wall outside of our studio in the spot that had only ever been white. We were like, ah, oh, now we should like paint something cool over this. We were kind of battling about some sketch that was supposed to be due for some dumb job that we were trying to get. <laughs> we were like, we should just paint something fun. And I was like, I'm going to go get beer. Scotty, find an ant. We're going to paint one of those ants. He kept talking about the ant hill concept. And once we painted that on the wall, it was like, it was official. It was it the most collaborative It was like the thing. sign <laughs> outside the door. And yeah, it yeah, was. We it was... had been one brain on one image. And uh, 
uh, just like, oh, let me see that can. I want. It was just a black and white thing that we did. So it just it was like a spy versus spy kind of. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's dope. Yeah, it was definitely like, that. Was like the first time we moved as a as like one organism. Yeah. yeah, and so above the radar is kind of like your annual, the Ant Hills annual festival, right? Yeah, graffiti and you know DJs and some MCs, some mirrors and whatnot. And trying to just like showcase what Vermont has to offer. Yeah. So how did what was that all about? Like how did that? What made you decide like, hey, why don't you know why don't we do this? Like, and kind of talk a little bit about that whole process. Yeah, I mean, again, it was you know it was traveling to jams and like seeing what they looked like and how they operated in other places and you know and they're like under pressure is like a world famous event, right? Yeah. It's an international graffiti festival. It's been taking place in Montreal for over twenty five years now. Um, and when you see it and you see all these people like walls getting painted all over the city and you know it was like. This, this is dope, and it, would, it was kind of like this pipe dream, like, wouldn't it be rad if we could find something like that? And at the same time, we were also, like, kind of tired of this, like, we'd be, we'd be trying to get jobs, we'd be putting out commissions, you know, doing all this work to jump through all these loopholes to try to get a job, and regularly it was kind of like, well, we're not really looking for graffiti. Like you don't even know what graffiti is. Even yeah. when people would see us out doing mural work, murals that like that were we, sunsets and mountains, yeah, but, but like we're, we're using cans. a spray they're can. Like, oh, they're doing graffiti. You know, like, this is not. This graffiti. is not graffiti. Like, well, I you feel don't... like you guys really changed at least locally. You changed a lot of the like perception of what graffiti could be because, right. you know, prior to you guys really coming together, organized and doing things like above the radar, it's like to most people, graffiti is some fucking little punk tag my mailbox or right. like. You know, someone wrote poop on the side of a building, not shout out poop, whoever the right. fuck your dumbass is, but yeah, um, you know. Yeah, So yeah, for sure, and that, and that was the goal, you know, like, obviously there are, you know, the Winooski Bridges, man, were like, certainly New England famous location, there's been incredible art down there for years, and a lot of people know about it, but it's way underneath a highway bridge. Yeah, even more people that, don't like, know about it. Exactly. So we sort of were like, well, what if we put together an event like this where we invite, it's like strictly invite only. We did not offer any sort of like call to artists because we knew what we wanted. We wanted a graffiti festival, not an art festival. You know, it was like it was specifically about aerosol as an art form and bringing in people who could really highlight and showcase that and zero parameters like nothing that they had to sign on to, to for a, a theme or yeah. any of that just like come and do you whatever you want to do yeah right this to is like your the slate. core yeah. to like the, what graffiti is like yeah no one's, exactly no one's telling you what to do you yeah know? i remember uh, when i was living with chili and he was teaching art lessons and uh this little kid told his mom like he was pissed because chili wasn't teaching him graffiti and the lady's like, why aren't you teaching my kid graffiti? He's like, lady, you want your kid to do graffiti? Give him five bucks, buy him a 40, and send him under a bridge. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like you're not teaching graffiti. You know right. I mean? It's something, sure, you can learn by being around people, but you just got to do it. You got, you got to want it. Yeah. You know, you got to want to do it. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, and then we, we set out, and we started looking for a location. We had, at the time, we had done a couple of events with Dealer.com, who, like, at, at the time was really involved in supporting the arts in the city. They yeah, shout out Jill Badalotta. Yeah, not not so much anymore, but yeah. um, at the time, they were really super involved, and they were doing a lot of work, and we had done a couple of events. We pitched it to them, like, would you guys be interested in helping us create this event, you know? And they were down financially, which was obviously, you know, you got to rent equipment, rent scaffold, buy paint, do all this, you know, like, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and we're like, we just got to find a wall. 
we have a wall. We know a wall. Right. We just need. We just got to see if we can actually make the wall happen. You yeah. Know? How, do, um, how do we approach? Yeah. So what's that conversation look like when, like, first you got to figure out who owns the wall, right? Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We knew who that was. Yeah. Yep. So we went down to the ferry dock, which was where the original above the radar. This is our new site here that we're at. We've said you've got this like uh, Moby Dick white whale of a wall that we've always dreamed of painting, and we've got the funding to bring like 30 of our friends together and do something amazing here. And if you give us the opportunity, with the like uh, caveat that you'll keep it up for a year. Mm -hmm. If you hate it, then you could paint over it. And we tried, and it was fun. Yeah. By Saturday of the first event, they're like, "How are we doing this again next year?" What's are you uh, so when you show up to have that conversation? Are you bringing them any type of like credentials, or are you just like trust me, we're we're dope, or how do they know? Jill was a lot of our backing on that one. Yeah, ha yeah. having somebody who, like who was sitting at the table with us, who was presenting the money, yeah, um, and, and the, just like trust in us as artists. Yeah, so, you know. yeah, it helps when you bring in someone like a dealer dot com or something like that because yeah, like, you're like these people doing. aren't fucking around, yeah. you know? Right. But ultimately, we yeah, they, we did just kind of give them the, like, you just got to trust us. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not going to be able to present you with sketches. It's not going to have a design. It's going to it's going to be amazing, and you just have to trust in that. And then, yeah, like Brian said, by halfway through the event, you know, the people who own the property down there, Pecor family, Dominique and Trey, have been incredible to us. They're the reason we're here as well, because they also own this property. Oh, sweet. Um, but uh, yeah, they you know they were just super jazzed and like how do, how do we make this thing happen again? And then you know by Sunday we had the mayor down there wanting to take pictures. It was like it, it turned into something real fast, almost maybe even more so than we thought it would. I'm gonna say right up front, I was the biggest skeptic. I'm like I don't know, Scotty, who's gonna want to come to Burlington? There's no scene here. How are we gonna even attract artists? I don't think the town's ready. <laughs> People are gonna be pissed that they let us do this. Like, we weren't really 100% certain how it was gonna come off at the end. Right. Of the Yo, B, this is the Ant Hill podcast, not the B Hill podcast. All right, can you chill out here for a minute? Um, yeah, so, I mean, it kind of takes the balance, right? You need the optimistic person, and then you need the, you need the skeptic, yep. and then you can feed off each other, and then yep. kind of balance that, what the reality of it will and become. And we set our sights high. We invited some pretty highfalutin artists that yep. were, like, really great at what they do, and yep. fortunately, through Dealer, we had a bougie hotel offering, and, like, we had some, uh, some things that made it really enticing to want to come spend a sunny weekend in Vermont spray painting. Yeah, and I think, you know, again, like, that kind of goes back to the jams we went to and all the years of going to do it and knowing, like, you know, like, a lot of times, like, it's hard to get a bottle of water yeah. at a jam, you know, and, like, paint is for sale at a jam and all of this stuff, and we were like, well, how could we make it so dope that everyone will come and then they'll have such a great time, you know, so, yeah, the Bougie Hotel, we provide everybody with paint, we fed everybody all weekend long, you know, on, on Sunday afternoon, Shy Guy Gelato popped down and served out gelato to everybody. And, you know, it was like we we tried to make something really special, you know, and it was right at the lake. It's like this gorgeous location. You're yeah. staring out at the Adirondacks. You get a sunset every night, you know. Like, yeah, and it's a good time of year, too, because it's usually <clears throat> like right in the September. Yeah, it's know? been mid-September for years. This this year was the first time we ever actually combined it with the Art Hop, which is SEBA's annual event, which is also, what, like 30 years old now or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think that was really cool to see that, you know, it was pushed in that way because it's like, yeah, it is art, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? 
sure there's some people that might try to argue that, but they don't know what they're talking about. Some minds were blown that first year. I remember other local artists that I knew from Pine Street District here coming through all weekend, and one guy came up to me and he was like, wow, I just saw some stuff this weekend that'll forever change the way I do what I do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's such a powerful thing. Like, several times, goosebump moments, and I was just like, by the end of the week, I was like, oh, something else magical just really happened because I got goosebumps out of nowhere. (laughs) Epiphanies were happening, and it was really cool. And it's cool, too, because it gives, like, writers uh, something to look forward to, you know? It's like it's one thing to just go out and do pieces and all that, but I'm sure people are plotting, you know? Like, even this just ended a couple weeks ago, but I guarantee you there are people who painted here who are like, I can't wait to go back yeah, and do that got, again next yeah, year. What do I got for next year? Yeah, um, no, and, and that has been the case, man. And we hit, like, you know, the high crew from Connecticut every single year, like four months before the jam. They're like, yo, when's above the radar this yeah. year? We, we got to know when's above the radar. There's several yeah. artists that have been here Shout all five out years. Shout out We're talking about getting them like a gold <laughs> edition above the radar hack since they made all five seasons <laughs> so far, you know? Yeah, that's That's sweet. commitment. The um, I really like the shirts from this year. I thought when, they were really when you're not dope. getting paid and you got to travel and like you're coming to do it because you love it and that's why we put it on is because we love it and we wanted to see it here. And uh, yeah, and just yeah. all the cool people that you get to make with while you know sure. while you're here and it's like it's a whole thing. You know, it's an half, annual half, family barbecue. Facts. Yeah, and half point. the time people, you know, it's not like anyone's really sitting there painting the whole time. It's like you know you're painting, you're working on it, you're standing back, you're. Eating some food, chopping yeah. it up, having a couple beers, so it's a good time. Totally. Listening to some yeah, music. The, what, what we do in the course of the weekend wouldn't normally take any of these cats a weekend to do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's by design. Yes. It's the same thing if we just like go out with the homies to the wall under the bridge and we're just doing the it's same eight hours it's the same of three. thing. It's three days long. Yeah, it's a, it's an eight hour process. It's amazing when you can take vibe. your time when you don't have to be looking over your shoulder every two minutes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So how do you think graffiti has changed over the years? I mean I know that's a pretty pretty loaded question, but yeah, like in a lot of ways. It hasn't, it hasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's still at its core the same. Yeah, you you still got people ducking into the shadows and just getting up or whatever. But I mean, just in terms of like now, you see like sprite commercials that have graffiti, and it's like definitely been I don't know if exploited is the word, but embraced or whatever more by like mainstream culture. Yeah, I totally remember the sprite commercial you're referring to because I just moved to Vermont, dropping out of art school. After all, my teachers told me, like, ah, oh, graffiti, that stuff's not for, you're not going to ever make a living with that. And so then all of a sudden, I've seen this Sprite <laughs> commercial, I'm like, Fuck. There's another there uh, is, commonality, you know? huh? You guys, two kids, graffiti writers, both dropped out of art school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Good memory. Good memory. Yeah. Yeah, I, I spent a few more years in art school than Capes did before I decided to drop out. But yes, we, yeah, it was like, it's like... At some point, that lifestyle of like the art school, the gallery, all of the things that you're trying to do in that way just like all sucks the, the life out of you. It. Into yeah, it can yeah. be limiting. Yeah. Right? Even when we're getting yep. jobs here, it was like everybody wanted to have their input and their like boxing up of us. That's why Above the Radar was so important to just be like, do you? Yeah, you're like, you are you trying do? to hire us or are you trying to Will pretend Caso, that it's you through us? Will Caso <laughs> came and painted Jennifer's portrait because it was her birthday. Day the first year, yep. monkey. Some of the things he's coming, paint him just like a still life of uh, trophies and grapes, and yep. uh, 
uh, migration piece that was so beautiful and so just oh, yeah, not, uh, not a graffiti yep. lettering piece at all. Well, but we'll definitely have to put some links were, in the description you know, for uh, portfolio you know, type pieces yeah, yeah, that those people that. were just so happy to have an opportunity and not have to chase an owner down and convince someone that this was a good thing to paint. Absolutely, and I love like just all the different styles that come through for it. You know, you got everything from characters to wild styles, just straight burners and collabs. Yep. And, yep. Yeah, it, it's really sweet to see, and uh, I feel like every year it's just, it's also the camaraderie, right? Because it's like, sometimes graffiti writers are a little chippy, you know, and so it's like, it's cool to see like, oh, you got this squad from Montreal, linked up with the Connecticut homies, with the New York, you know, heads from Montreal, and yeah just all over right yeah and that's i mean that's we that is part of the like the hand selection right like we everybody that we ever met it's about it like we'd be like yo we want to see you again come up for the jam kind of vibe you know what i mean there's still that two degrees of separation though where one homie's got this beef with this other dude from the <laughs> other crew because some girl thing from back i mean we yeah, have there, a couple of wires you know, there, crossing you know, the yeah, two, yeah. that, ha- that happens graffiti. too have you ever had a situation where you're like well we want <laughs> a to come but He's got beef with B. Yeah, so. that actually happened this year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, with some, some local so What do you do, throw the names in a hat? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, you we don't sides. actually, it's, not... it's like we don't really even end up choosing at the end of the day. Right? Y'all are both invited. We yeah. reach out to 40 people because now the list <laughs> is like. Maybe next year you need a ring out back or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like now the list of people, because, you know, because we've had people who can't make it each year and then we'll bring some new people into the fold. So it's like now there's 40 or 50 people. That yeah, the list like, keeps growing. Here's the invite list. And the first 35, like however many we can fit, you know, um, is that that's who's going to be there. We've yeah. got an opportunity um, to expand here, which we're kind of psyched about this Yeah, location. it's a little bigger so wall. It's a little bigger. We could go around yeah, the front, go around, around the far back. Yep. We could probably convince some neighbors. Some yeah, walls. and then you had the relationship with the Burlington Beer Co. So they set up yeah. their little beer tent which is cool and obviously always having the jambulance come through which is sweet yeah he's been there every year he yep. gets the hat yeah yeah yep. <laughs> some, some live performances and whatnot so that's dope um, yeah kanga always comes through transplant you know it's like the, it's Burns. like the same faces every been year. integral every year and helping yeah. us put it together totally yep. That's what's up. I remember that's the Ant hill vibe you know like we can't just do it just all me and scotty it wouldn't work yep yeah, it's so, so there was one year during the uh, flu or pandemic, whatever the fuck they were calling it, um, where you guys kind of had to scale down or like didn't really do the full on event. But didn't you still have like some local heads? We, yeah, we, we did. A, we did. So at the old spot, there was like the back wall was always like the showcase. That's where the event took place. And then the front wall, we kind of preserved and kept for local cats like exclusively. We never put anybody else on that wall. Yeah. Um, they weren't that psyched about it. It was on. It was like a little bit of a B team move, but not because we don't love you, but just because we just ain't got enough space for everybody out there. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. It's like these cats, you know, are here all the time, and you do kind of have to entice. You know, the people are traveling, and yeah, and, and in well, all we reality, we wanted a spot for the homies too, so yeah. we got them all together and made them be a crew yeah, for the day because they are all the people all who are beefing. Local, they, you know. and shit anyway, yeah, so. yeah, they don't want to be in front of the cameras. <laughs> yeah. That first year, yeah. we, we definitely put a crew together out there that would yeah. never have never have painted together, together previously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that, that one year that we couldn't do the event full scale, we did do a full bowl and front jam. We had, I think, 
eight or nine of us out there. Yeah, we won um, paint still. Yeah, <laughs> we did, like we still did a barbecue and we still all kicked it. You know. Well, I remember. I don't know if it was the second or third year, or maybe even both, if memory serves me. But where you guys didn't even paint because you were like, "Hey, there's not enough space," and we were just busy. We were running around getting lifts moved and kind of get the people first paint. Couple years and, was that? Yeah. yeah, talking to you know whoever's showing up down here, whether it be the the news or and make sure the music's flowing. And so it's like there's so many moving parts, right? But I think yeah. now it's all kind of like, I don't know, you've obviously been, done it a handful of times now, and now that you have this space too, which is a bigger space and all that, so that's yep. dope. You guys are able to get up and... Yep. Yeah, we, I mean, we've, you know, we've also just gotten better at it. Like, we understand it now, what it, what it, how it all works, and having a lot of the same people come back every year, you know that, like, certain people are going to need certain things, and then other people are not going to need a damn thing from you, and, you know, it's yeah. like... So we, we know where our sp- where our slots are, and we always take like the worst spot on the wall, the most annoying <laughs> thing to paint. You know, we we definitely never take the primo real estate. Or Mike down. Well, <laughs> well. Also, the other thing I was gonna say is like, you know, you guys will often be here. You know, everyone's leaving Sunday, and you guys will be here Sunday into the morning. And mon- like we came on Monday to shoot the photo, and you guys are oh, painting yeah. the tall truck yep. piece. And, <laughs> Almost you know, that dark. Yeah, like touching <laughs> some stuff up. So it's like, you know, it's that classic. You got to get in where you fit in type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, as you know, as the father figure of, of the scene you know dad eats last type shit right? <laughs> pretty pretty much man pretty much yeah we got we got it up most years i think yeah. at least something i know I'd... yeah initially we only painted on the front walls and we would like sneak ourselves in up there because that like there was like room left typically i think it was year three that we added a building at the okay. last minute okay. at the just old for spot we're just like, for we're the gonna, we were like yeah that we're gonna paint that thing <laughs> that one that was off to the side yeah, yeah exactly yeah. like the side of a shed kind of a thing mm-hmm. um last and then year we did the last tiger year we, style poster burning them daily that became this year's uh, uh, t-shirt yeah. yep yeah nice. and that was that was i feel like that was like the first time we really really painted during the event you know yeah. um where we set aside time so i wanted to talk a little bit about because obviously we we're all friends with a dog rest in peace to the king um, and you know, for a dog day, you guys will always do the classic going out, um, you know, night before in the wee hours and doing all the sandwich boards with the, the plastic wraps and burning that. How did that whole idea come together? <laughs> that came about of some like politics that sort of axed us out of the invite to a dog day. Yeah, we had been involved artistically the first few years of the event, and then one year we just like never got the call. We never got an invitation. We kind of like, got told we weren't invited. Yeah, we ended up reaching out and then being told like, yeah, we found some other things. We're like, you can't uninvite us. We're doing right. We're like, hey, hey, dog day. It's like it's it's our day as much as it's yours. Yeah, we'll see everybody's public billboards. I'm pretty sure we could go wrap them and do it. So yeah, that was our like last minute was like what if we did this and yeah we went out this is where scotty was the devil's advocate he's like i don't know man people might be pissed about this (laughs) he wasn't people were but some people were also well i feel like i'm always like a little kid on christmas because you know you wake up and go look under the tree for me i'd be (laughs) hyped to drive downtown or skate downtown and be like yo what'd they do this year year?" (laughs) big dog's the same way always the first one like oh i seen that coming up my street yep we actually got a big dog coming on the show here pretty soon too so pretty pretty excited about that shout out to big dog but yeah so that was initially and really on eternally it's been like a guerrilla activity you know the first year we did it we just didn't even have the permission or the the nod from friends for a dog Mm -hmm. as soon as we saw everybody the next morning they were like 
blown away and like you know like Josie was in, practically in tears like I couldn't believe what you guys did last night yeah that's so dope um, with that being said if you're trying to promote an event and it's getting towards the end of August keep your shit off the boards because they're getting covered <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> oh man some of them will last for like months afterwards too. one of them is yeah. still running yeah. from a year and a half <laughs> ago dog just standing over top of it man. nobody's got the courage to be the first <laughs> yeah and the city wouldn't take them down they're like is this sanctioned are we supposed to leave this up is this- yeah <laughs> it's one of those things where everyone's trying to find out but no one really knows so it's like yeah and, and yeah, we you know, rolled on the cops have yeah, shown up the fire truck came at us a one few year, times like, where we've had somebody come and try to stop us and we just explain it away that was you know, gonna be my like, next question so in all the like legal walls and times like how often are the super citizens coming through like yeah what are you doing <laughs> it happens it happens for sure yeah I mean we like there was a time where we were painting a project for Champlain College. It was this abandoned lot that we had we, we had planned to do a mural oh, okay, project where that here. big new building is. Right yeah, King and Maple, Maple right there. Yeah. Um, and we're there late at night because that was when it worked for us to be there. We were basically throwing up the design for the next day where we were going to be meeting with these students. And we we've got, got like lights and speakers cooler. and a dozen crates of paint, like power running out of the house right over here. <laughs> we clearly have worked this out. <laughs> you know? And the cops didn't even just roll in on us. They like came in guns drawn from surrounded. both sides oh surrounding us. Ground. Get on the ground. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Scotty's like, what are you talking about? They're like, get down. Yeah, I'm like walking at them like, oh, don't worry. I got this, Gabe. We got, like, get on the ground. Like, We got oh. permission to be painting here. Yeah. We had I had to call David Mills, who was like the assistant, uh, whatever there at the That's time. That's ridiculous. And you're like, yeah. bro, first of all, I got gray hair. Right? <laughs> so for one thing, like, I clearly am not running. I haven't right? run in years. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. And so, did they apologize after? Or yeah, I mean, they just, like, put their guns away and they went home. They really <laughs> disappointed. They thought they had something good. Yeah. Like, damn it, we've been trying to get these dudes yeah. for yeah. years. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so, yeah, so let's see. When when you guys, so you talked about meeting back at the Wall to Canvas. And so now, it, would you say that, did, did that spark a lot of, like, let me see how I want to say this. Do you feel like the that was the beginning of the scene like starting to kind of or the city and whatever starting to accept like graffiti as a thing or is it still always kind of been like a I mean I can't I wouldn't say wall to canvas hurt I right? got a comment on that like they changed the name of it the next year to a street art competition from uh, the graffiti true. competition right like it wasn't, Game changers. Like, wasn't really accepted right yeah and that's yeah. you know I mean as I, as I was saying like we were the two dudes who were there inside actually painting graffiti with spray cans everyone there was like wheat pasting and pre-planned stencil stuff and all you know which yeah like it it that's an art form it's all dope it serves a purpose this street art right it's not graffiti graffiti as we present it to the city or as we're trying to present it it will always be about a spray can letter forms characters bright pop color you know it's like it's not it's not meant for a canvas, and yeah. it'll never fit on a canvas, you know? Yeah. Um, so how off, how much uh, planning goes into, like, when you're going to do, like, productions and stuff? Are you sketching a lot of it out, or is it more just talking about the ideas, or a little bit both? Or? It, it depends, you know, who we're working with. Like, if, you know, if it's more of, like, a real legitimate project, there's a lot of planning that goes into it, you know? Somebody might, we might put, like, one cat on sketch duty or concept duty or whatever, um, and you'll kind of have some ideas all built out. I mean, we just did a production yesterday. I showed up and had no idea 
even really what the plan was and banged out three characters. Yeah, we had talked a little bit about so, it, like, yeah, the night but, before. <laughs> grabbed the same colors out of the spot. <laughs> like, oh, look at this. Looks like we really planned this out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, just... But, like, when we, we... If we would go, like, up to under pressure... We'd have a plan. Yeah. You know, yeah, it might, I mean, it might not tra- be like fully drawn out. You're trying like, to flex. When you go up there, yeah. that's that shit. You but know? you can't get too into a plan because it's still graffiti and you never know exactly like how big the ridges are going to be and what spot sure. you're going to get when you get there. You still got to be ready to yeah. flex. Well, you got to be adaptable. About, I was saying about this place, it's cool because like the way the walls are, what do you call it, corrugated or whatever, mm-hmm. it's um, it's more like a lot of the trains, right? I mean, yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's and it a it's a cool medium. added visual effect. You yeah. know, it's like, and it is. You'll you'll quickly be able to spot the real graffiti writers, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, because they're the ones who ain't complaining. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah, I know, sure, ridges, no, no problem. At least there's no doors, you know. <laughs> yeah, or if there are, let's figure out a way to paint those. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, will this be the location for Above the Radar Six? It would seem that that's the case. I mean, we don't, we haven't like sat down yeah. with everyone still decompressing involved. from the whole yeah. shit I'm sure but um, we enjoyed the courtyard vibe it was a long way from one end of the old wall to the other and to be able to like sit here and kind of take in the whole scene and everyone one together thing, and, Not, you don't have to yeah. now uh, alienate the yeah. yep yeah <laughs> the well, there's room for the local cats now on the wall yeah. and that's all that's evolved as well as like all of those dudes have Improved and them stepped to see up. What was and like, possible and why you didn't get a spot on the yeah, main wall yeah. the first well, year? I mean, you sometimes you gotta paint for three days. You gotta keep it a hundred. Sometimes yeah. it's like, homie, you are a kind of B team right now, and like, it's no not to offense. say you don't have potential, but it's like these, you know, if you're, you want to be next to Monk, yeah, you, you know, you right, know, like yeah. every video you've ever pro- like put out, right? There's always like the homies section that didn't get their own spot, you oh, know. Yeah. And and, uh, and I will never, <laughs> ne- never no one's hear, ever forgiven you. I will never hear the end. <laughs> people yo why didn't you use this clip or that clip i'm like did you see what colin did in his part like come on. you know it's like you, you want to include everyone for sure yeah, but no, at no the same time anybody, but yeah. you, yeah, you gotta be realistic too it's like you know certain people have just they've elevated a little bit or whatever and people have stepped their game up locally showing yeah. them what's possible and that, like you haven't gone to one of the jams that we've been to traveled or seen the like level of spray paint shit that's happening yeah now how do you feel about like kids who just suck at like bombing and whatever that are just out there right and i'm not going to shout out any of these morons but you know it's like the at what level do you think people should be honing their craft as opposed to it depends what you're in it for i guess yeah yeah (laughs) you know and there's a difference between you know like this we call it civilian graph right which is like kids who just go out vandalism spray can they found in their dad's garage and write poop or what you know just like whatever they're gonna write and they're not doing it in a pursuit of graffiti yeah you know and then you see kids who like yeah you okay you have a name you chose a word for yourself your style still needs a lot of work, right? You got a lot of evolving to do, but how are you supposed to do that? Yeah. How does it, how does that happen? You go, know, go find like the, some, there's split some... faction of people who are wanting to paint on the level that we do, where we like to tag and do throwies, but much more satisfying to bring yeah. 25 colors and do something fucking magical and have so much fun playing with shit. And yeah. There's another sect that just wants to do two color throwies. Black and white is all the cans I, mean, I, need, I need, and I'm just me. trying to go all city and fuck your legal wall and any of that. Yeah. And yeah. if you got permission, that shit ain't graffiti. 
So we got it is what it is. Yeah. Whatever. I did that when I was younger. I'm too oh, old for that. A lot of people did. <laughs> Family yeah. men. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. We're doing it for fun. I Hopefully hear you. they're doing it for fun. Yep. yep. I can relate, but uh, the statue limitations are up. So <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Mr. Chance Blair. <laughs> um, no doubt. Um, so yeah, for people who don't know, uh, the third Thursday also is this uh, thing at Monkey, which I know on the Golden Hour episode you spoke a little bit about that with uh, with Mesha here. And uh, as always, shout out to the producer, Sean Mesha, hardest working man in podcasting. Um, but yeah, so any plans to bring back anything like that? or I don't know. You know, it was, it was like, that was a passion project. It was a labor of love. It was like a thing that we never made a penny doing. In fact, I regularly lost money promoting and hosting that event, especially, you know, because a lot of what we always did, it was like, Again, it was sort of this like homie-based thing, and I'd have homies who were in the scene who were going on a tour, and there was nowhere for them to play in Burlington or the, or the surrounding yeah. areas, and so I would just be like, okay, so you're going to be around this week, and you know, some months there'd be one performer, some months there'd be three. Yeah, so you brought some dope people, though. Yeah, like Carnage came through. A lot of... True Classic, shout yeah. out my yeah. boy Taylor, yeah, he's a man. Yeah, so I mean, this oh. it'd be cool to see, you know, and I got a chance to meet and share stages it was with, like, yeah. special thing, because every third thursday you knew that there was a hip-hop scene gonna happen and yeah even if you didn't know down or who? stickers like yeah you, you didn't there. need to know who you knew it was gonna be pretty dope yeah, right? writers show would show up we'd be black booking at the bar just passing a book back and forth girls came out and danced and we're into it it was like a yeah it was yeah. a thing to look forward to every month that's um, dope well if not there and not third thursday hopefully we can get something like that going again because i mean I what like you know missing. what's kind of been happening has been a lot of shows at, at our at the green door studio you know where I've, it's been the same thing where I'm like, oh, you're coming to town or you're looking to play a show here. But now we're providing the space. It's like a BYOB or we might have some, you know, it's like a, it's a slightly different, but it kind of really works. Yeah. It's like, Covered by a donation. Yeah. It's, you know, there's, you sure, you there's, there's not this set calendared right. event that happens every single third Thursday. Yeah. But we've been able to bring in some pretty dope art again down there and, um, yeah, and you know it's like that's a it's a different kind of a space, right? Like taking the uh, taking the art out of a gallery, taking the performances out of the bar. Yeah, like it doesn't have to be a bar. Do it you know on your own I mean? terms, and yeah. yeah, and it's nice too, like in the summer and whatnot, because you get the door open. Yeah, it becomes like a, like an outdoor jam, like hip hop in the park, yeah. kind of an you know kind the of a homeboy vibe. Sandman show that went down there. I've seen Homeboy perform so many times, and I've seen him not be into the crowd. He was so fucking hyped Hell on yeah. the show yeah. he did there. Was, I missed that one, but I've heard <laughs> good, I heard good things. That I was, was talking so to Humble, and he was telling me that that shit was fire. So. Yeah. That's what's up. Um, yeah, we had a dope cipher after a dog day, actually, uh, into the wee hours. Into the wee hours. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at a certain point, you're like, everyone's got to go, and people are mulling around, you're like, no, motherfuckers, like now. now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's such a long day, too. Like, you know, I, I start with the hill bomb at 11 or whenever, and I'm up there, and then yep. I end up performing, I think, at 11-something last year, and so now it's like 3, 4 in the morning, we're still rapping, and I'm like, I don't even know how I'm still standing, I've been drinking for 12 hours, talk yeah. to 2,000 people. It's the same that. thing for us every year, it's like, we go out the night before to do all the plastic around the boards, or this year we 
made a giant chrome cardboard dog <laughs> in the middle of the night, me, him, and Humble, um, which was like off the ch off the charts fun. That was sick, actually. Uh, I think, I think <laughs> Humble cool. showed up. We're making a dog. Out of wood. <laughs> All what right. Are you talking about? Um, came together. But it's always been that same thing, right? Where like we had to do what we had to do, and we had to do it in the middle of the night. And then yeah, we're there at the event the next day. I'm down at the skate park watching people skate. Um, you know, I'm like running into a thousand and one friends because that is like a dog day That's what it is. above every other day that I have ever experienced in my life is like family going reunion. to the best family reunion yeah. ever every year I'm like damn I literally have not seen you yeah. since last year at this event I mean, it's so fitting, too, because he was just such a man he was of the, people. He, you know? Yeah, he was the one that connected yeah. so many of us, yeah. you know. Big love to A-Dog, no oh, doubt. Yeah. So uh, any any kind of, like, advice you could give to people who are either, you know, trying to start collectives or businesses or just, like, putting on events? Like, what are some of the do's and don'ts that you guys, now that you're, you know, you're pretty vetted in it? Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, I think the main piece of advice is like, trust it, lean in, you know, if you really, if that's what you want to do, like, you know, when we first started the Ant Hill, we both still had full-time jobs. We were, you know, we're both like fathers of pretty young kids at the time. And it was, that was a terrifying idea to be like, we're going to quit our day jobs and actually do this thing full-time and like lean in. And we're going to like, it's the only way it's going to work because we were always trying to plan around the day job. It was like, well, we could maybe do it the third weekend of next month. We were always ready. Like we had the paint and the ideas and the stuff to make projects happen at any given time. Now it's, where's the time? <laughs> where's the time? Because you didn't set the si set aside the time because you didn't make the time. Yeah. And so that yeah, I mean for me that's like that's the thing, right? Is like you, if you want to do it, commit. You got to do it, and you got that's got to be it, and that's got to be like what it's about. Every day you wake up. Your anthill. Ain't no half-stepping. You know. <laughs> and willing to constantly evolve, too. You know, like... Uh, totally. That's... Uh, we've gone through so many iterations of things. We've tried studio spaces. We've had spots to host a jam. And you just got to kind of, like, roll with the punches. Yeah. Not let things get you down. Yeah, constantly and, trying yeah. to evolve and just, uh, yeah, just add and learn what's working, what's not working. Yeah, sure. Fuck yeah. yeah and keep so leaning cool. in, you know. Yeah. It's not called a spray can. <laughs> it is not called the spray can that is I'm sure something that you maybe didn't coin but let's run with it <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a Capes Wonderism <laughs> I found that on some meme page yeah no doubt um, so you're doing tattoos now too right if uh -huh. people want to want to catch you how can people come over and get uh, I'm out at 802 Inc you could check me out as sk.inc.vt on Instagram um, yeah I've been tattooing for a few years now and that's another just like natural evolution out of the world of graffiti you know it's it, like the people that taught me to tattoo are people I met with a spray can in my hand yeah um, yeah I'm looking so. forward to coming through and get my get my aunt somewhere on nice me. Yep. the more people to get them it's possible the capes will get a tattoo something oh, <laughs> right. that would be the one little, little, little and that is the aunt that we painted oh yeah, yeah. Sick. Yeah, that's the one from the wall. Oh, we yeah. So about. yeah, we're gonna put uh, we'll put some description or links in the descriptions for uh, you know Ant Hill and above the radar. Uh, we had a little edit that came out I think last week or something of yep, some yeah, of the final some pieces of the drone here. Drone footage and stuff, yep. which looked awesome. Yeah. Uh, once again, gotta give all the credit due to Sean Mesha. You can find him on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, dude, it's 
so hyped to be Yo, hit the subscribe button. Yeah, on the real. We, Get I yourself think, a YouTube Yeah, I think, we, I think we need like 20 more subscribers or something like that. I mean, we, we want all you to subscribe, but you know, we're uh, doing it for the love and it's not about making money, but it would be nice to have a couple dollars trickle in here and there. Yep. So that'd be pretty sweet. We know yeah. that we know that operational program all too well. You yeah. Know. Well, and so we are still. People have been asking. We are still doing just a straight golden hour show, which is more skate based. But we figured, the my whole idea with Vermont Entrepreneurs is I have so many talented friends that aren't necessarily skaters or into. But like, why limit ourselves like that? Which is why we started this. Yeah. You know, kind Did you of trademark that name yet. Yep. It's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. That's mine. All right. So. <laughs> Hands off. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, yeah, boy might be getting a little older, but I can still throw them things. Um, but yeah, so I'm hyped. This is the third episode of it. We got uh, we got Sky Splitter coming on. Like I mentioned, Big Dogs coming on. Um, yeah, the the lineup that's to come, we're really excited about. So yeah, that's awesome. And that's like every, that's exactly the types of people who I was like, you lean in. What are you gonna? What do you want to be? You want to have a day job every day, or you want to be a DJ? You want to have a day job every day, or you want to be a music producer? What do you want to do yeah. with your life? And we try to, and you know, we really try to, like, the first episode was Kenan Young. You know, he's a gemologist. And then yep. we just had DJ Kanga, like, a DJ. Now we got, you know, the the cornerstones of the graffiti scene. So it's like, you know, we might have a chef on. To, yeah. So it's like, it's not limiting. It's just I know a bunch of people that do cool shit. And I'm like, why not sit down and chop it up with them? Yeah, you know? absolutely. So yeah, how'd you guys feel about having the space here this year? Like, what were, like, what do you think worked? What were the? I mean, I know we already talked a little bit about it, but like, is there anything you're looking to add? I know I'd talked to um, to Jay from B B B BBC Co. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we were talking about maybe getting a mini ramp for next year or something oh, that would like be that. Amazing. Would be pretty sweet. Tall truck sponsors. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, the site was, it's a little more difficult uh, in that just like accessing the walls, there's all this like rock and gravel up to the walls. So that was a little it's bit a weird of a, angle. an Ooh, actual it's... logistical challenge that okay. we'll continue to figure out how to address. But all in all, I mean, I think we were really feeling the courtyard vibe of it, you know, the, the tighterness and tighterness, tightness. Um, there was, you know, we had tables and chairs and a lot more sort of a chill out vibe because of Burlington Beer Company. You know, them being here was... Yeah, they were huge, having a captive audience with some food and some beer, where we couldn't really do that on the waterfront, yeah. spot on the dock and their liquor license, it wasn't any kind of yep. okay. way to parlay that into a spot where you could just come and hang out and experience it for a while, really enjoy the music. Yeah, I mean, there was, you know, there was a little scene Friday night of Art Hop, there was... Yeah, there was, and then I think, like, <laughs> cool. going forward, us really figuring out how to maybe partner more with Art Hop. Yeah, have them really feature you guys as a spot because you're a little removed from where. I mean, there's some stuff right there over is. on Flint Ave, but it's like Art Hop's always one of those things where I'm like, there's so much that goes on during it that it's like nearly impossible to like fully take it all in. You kind of have to like pick a couple An area, things. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, that's where I'm, you know, where yeah, I'm gonna and, end up. You know, it was like it was weird for us to be not at the Green Door Studio all weekend because we were here instead. And, but you, you know, did like, an after party yep. over there. Yeah, totally. Which, which is fun. Yeah, um, but like so, yeah. There's that. Just kind of trying to figure out how to take it fully take advantage of that opportunity because our hop is when, huge. When we initially started this, it was supposed to be a stepping stone, or the idea was hopefully that it would start at the waterfront and spread its way uphill, mm -hmm. and that maybe some of the artists that were returning had a good reputation would 
get sponsored a bigger wall further up the hill. And I think we still have that opportunity now here on Pine Street even more, maybe to make it a art hop wide event up and down Pine Street where we could spread some artists out. And some people might not be part of the main wall, but doing their own thing that would last downtown somewhere. Yeah, that's sweet. And, we would uh, like to see it be more than just like a backyard thing that you have to stumble onto. But yeah. It's totally. a little more in your face. Yeah, maybe, uh, I guess. Risk in real estate. Yeah, <laughs> some more and that's real the other estate. thing. It's like just the more you do it, right? And then you get more people start to, you know, catch track of it. And, you know, that's kind of the idea behind doing the videos and, you know, shooting from here. And we're blessed today to have this beautiful October day, oh, which is perfect. Which you couldn't really ask for much better. You never know in Vermont. We were talking about in October. It's definitely a crapshoot. Yeah. You know, this, this could have very easily been a very bundled up podcast. Same in September when we host this event. I yeah, mean, luckily Above the Radar out. manifests amazing weather for everything it needs. Five years so. running, we've had about 30 minutes of rain, I think. Yeah. The only thing we've ever had it was literally too hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, everyone was just glossy from the well, amount well, of luckily, sweating know, going on. I know even this year, like a couple people would dip and go down to Oak Ledge. So like, luckily, you know, you're right here. It's, it's not that hard if you want to go down for an hour. And yeah, take a quick break, dip out, go take a swim. I mean, like a couple of years we had like friends who would show up with boats at the old spot and take people out for a whip around the lake. And, Nope, I um, never caught that invite. Huh? <laughs> I caught it, but never could take it. So I definitely took that. Up. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, someone had to stay home and man the floor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd come back and all the cans are just in the back of all these fucking dirt bags. <laughs> <laughs> yep, no doubt. That's what's up. Um, so yeah, how long have you guys been doing? Like, when did you start writing graffiti? I guess this Oof. could have been the beginning of this. this yeah, episode that would have been too, a whole other way to go about well, it. Well, you know, see, it's here's right. the thing about me is I just kind of am the host of the show, so I can do whatever fuck I want. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, I started like sort of scribbling a little bit when I was like 15 or 16. Um, I grew up in Rahway, New Jersey, right outside of New York City, so I had always seen it, you know, seen it on the train, seen it when I went into the city. I was going into the city every every uh, Saturday morning for taking art classes at uh, FIT. Um, so I saw it a lot, and, you know, I, I started like everybody, and I was a toy, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing, and I didn't have anybody who knew anything about the culture. Um, and then I, I went to art school, and I got paired with a graffiti writer roommate um, who had been doing it longer than me and was definitely doper than me. And he knew a couple of cats who were like, like a kind of like a relatively big deal in Philly at the time, like the whole QM8 crew. Um, and I was just like, wait, like this is like art. I was. I'm, I'm here at art school. I figure we're gonna do figure drawing and shit like that. You know, like sketching some naked dude. Yeah, you know exactly. That's 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 what I went there for. Like assuming that that was my future. He went for the you naked dude. Yeah, I went for the naked dudes for sure. Um, and the naked chicks too. It was the you worst know? at nine a.m. hungover. You never knew what you're walking into. Oh man. But so it was like I was like simultaneously trying to go to art school and trying to like become an artist and also being really truly exposed to the art form of graffiti, um, and and it, you know they were very balanced in my life. It was like all of a sudden I was I was painting in the studio during the week and then on the weekends I was going down to the manioc walls or doing you know getting out and trying to use use a spray can and. I definitely, like, you know, I've, like, frankly, I'm still fucking kind of whack at letters, but, you know, I, I still rock them, but, like, I've always loved painting characters, trying, like, do, like doing human portraiture. Like, I'll, I do a lot of things with a spray can that maybe are not, like, what everybody else does. 
Um, but I still love to get down and like paint cartoon characters and paint rap letters because it's fun. Yeah. Um, and there's no rules and there's no like it's, I'm not trying to sell something. I'm not trying, you know, it's like so. But yeah, I was yeah. So like 30, 30 plus years ago is when I first started scribbling on shit um, and just, you know, been ref- trying to refine it ever since. Well, but. that should that should be refreshing to like, you know, up and coming dudes because it's like motherfucker 30 years in this. So it's like you coming know. up on 30. Yeah. Like 93 is when I first started painting. And I was never identifying myself as an artist, or uh, that terminology still feels weird to me. I think of myself as more of a writer. Yeah. I like spray paint and graffiti styles. I struggle with portraiture. Anything I ever did in art classes, my teachers were like, this is a vase and flowers. Why does it look like a cartoon? So, <laughs> uh, that's my style, bitch. Yeah. And, uh, I came up from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. There was uh, just a handful of cats who had started... Uh, you know, picking up the vibe from Boston in the late 80s, early 90s. So, yeah, about 93, I think I picked the name Caper. You're dipping under the Piscataqua River Bridge there. Yeah, yeah Piscataqua. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've driven <laughs> over it, ca- I've driven over it yeah. countless times. That was times, the spot so. <laughs> under I-95. Yeah, it's the yep. same as the 89 well, wall I, here. I lived up in Maine for a while, but yeah, you know. And I would go down there every anyway. week, man, on my day off from work in the summer with some cans that I had racked on my way there on my bike. And yep. um, my shit would be dissed. I really, and it made me want to just get better and try harder yeah. every time because I was like, fuck that Well, isn't that so funny know? about, so like, the, the whole dissing the, the pieces? The competition aspect of it is what really drove me to want to get better. And that, that, like, perpetuates the evolution, too. It's like, yo, you're kind of like, yo, fuck this kid. He just, like, dissed my piece or crossed me off. But now you're like, well, I guess I got to come with yeah, some fresh. Got to do it again. I got to burn what I did last time because obviously that wasn't good enough for the respect. <laughs> and, I, you know, it wasn't. I was painting for me and the therapy of going to the wall and just like clearing my head. My main interest in the winter here is being a skier and I always equate like painting to kind of like wood skiing. You get lost in the piece so much that you can't see the lines that you're making but you know where to turn. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well no, I will say when you say like you got to burn it harder so it won't get dissed, that's not always the case, right? Because sometimes people are just... Uh, should happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or there's limited wall space or whatever, you know, and I mean... At least in these days, hopefully you can, you know, get a flick of it or whatever. That's you, still what it. it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got your flick. Yep. Yeah. It's sand painting in a Buddhist sense of just like you did it for the act of painting and yep. not so much the result. It's yeah. eternalized. Yeah. longevity. Yeah, and you know, that it kind of brings it back around. You were talking about like what's changed about graffiti. Man, the internet yeah. changed graffiti. <laughs> yeah, big time. You know what I mean? Like suddenly I follow graffiti writers and their work from all over the entire globe. And like, if I'm going to Savannah, Georgia, I'm going to be like, Oh, I should hit up this dude, Jax. Or, you know, like I like you, you like, I know that there, there are people here doing what I do and I need to find a spot yeah, to paint network. and I want to link up with somebody and paint, yeah. you know, or like you got, you know, young kids, like, can actually watch YouTube videos or, you know, videos of artists painting, you know, like you watch Soflays doing these like warehouse construction projects, insane shit. And it's like, suddenly you're, you're picking up how to do things where we used to like, Back in the day it was like, yeah, like 12 the, ounce profit. You could go through with your AOL account if you had one yeah, of those. Or like, okay. like, <laughs> even, <laughs> like some threads even before that, it was like, you had to go to the, the book, record you know? store yeah. in, 
the like the heart of the city that, I mean, ha- that had movies graffiti to try magazines. To see two tags, you know. Yeah, I remember, I remember getting <laughs> the old bombing science video or uh, magazines. Yeah. Tower Records back in the day. Yeah, yep, you could go no get doubt. The, uh, can that's controls. The, things like that's that. funny because you know I've never, like I said, I used to be a little vandal, but I was never any type of artist. But I remember I went to Scribble Jam with uh, SAG and Tank and Chili and fucking Forlow. And we, I was gonna go do the the rap battle, and then we're like, I think we're in Pennsylvania. We're driving to Ohio, and we see like this train go by. Well, now our whole mission is to go figure out where this layup's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, like we're like, we're out there in the fucking cornfields, just like trying to figure out. We're getting on like looking at maps to see where the train tracks might be going right. and like you know show up to the google battle. maps yeah that's unlocked a lot of uh, spots well this sure. was even before google I know, maps I know. but, but this, is, this is probably like 2001 now or i can two. go satellite viewer like st yeah, thomas yeah. one time i'm like i see a cutty little bando on this point <laughs> well, I, I remember we were like we showed up and i was like all right yeah hell yeah i'm gonna do the battle like bro the shit's done like i'm like looking at my fucking graphite buddy's like thanks bros i just sat in the car for 14 hours to drive around some fucking cornfield to get i mean it, you know but, you know sag had to catch a train <laughs> yeah piece, yeah i mean I, I was in no position to argue with him at that point <laughs> shout out my boy sag all city legend um but yeah, it was crazy too because you know that was a hip hop event, but they had a really crazy graph scene going on there too. But I feel like that shit was rugged. There'd be like straight like graph fights, be you know like some gnarly shit. That yeah. Fortunately, you know we touched on a little bit, but fortunately I don't really have to deal with anything like that over here at the above the radar. No, not yeah, <laughs> definitely not here, man. And you know, really even kind of not in Vermont so much. You know, like yes, that still exists. You go to like Oakland and try to paint graffiti in the wrong neighborhood and that's not going to be a good move well because a lot of graffiti in other places is like associated with gang shit too right there's like that whole other side of it which is a huge misconception it's like just because someone's writing graffiti doesn't mean they're gang related and in fact i'd argue here like we don't really have gangs (laughs) yeah fortunately keep that shit out of here But, you know, there's still, like, there's always, like, the turf battle type stuff where it's, like, you know, this is my wall or this was my spot. People trying to reclaim their spots, you know, like, oh, I did that rooftop back in 98 and you went over me. I'm definitely getting back up on that rooftop, you know. It's, like... But that pushes the progression, too, though. Yeah. You need that level of beef and competition to, like, be a motivating factor sometimes. I've told that to young mentors. I'm, like, you just don't have the comp that we had back in the day. Yeah. Everybody's, like, oh, cool, yeah, good. Everyone's too nice. They don't want to check. They don't want to trick. Trigger anybody. Yeah. Well, you're in 13th place, but you still get a trophy. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Try harder, little Joey. I need no fucking participation trophies. You're making these kids soft out here. Chill That's it. the cool thing about Chill graffiti, though. Nobody really has to let you in. It's up to you. Yeah. I mean, whatever your drive is, is your level of participation. Yep. Yeah. So, and, you, and you'll if find you out. everyone quick, happy, you're doing it wrong. You'll yep. find out quick whether or not you're any good at it because everybody else in the scene will let you know. Yep, absolutely. I mean, I remember even like back in the day, you try to show up at a spot, like you might get your cans taken. Like, you yep. know, like you might, you might run into fucking some of the boys and they ain't having it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not me, because they were my friends, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so you guys made the, the Above the Radar shirts this year. Who, how did that whole design come together? When we painted that last year at the jam, which, you know, so that was like the, the corner, the very first thing you saw when you came around the corner was that corner piece, and it was, again, it was like, 
It's the worst spot on the entire wall because it was like buried underneath a telephone pole and really hard to get to, and no one had gotten to painting it. Oh, right by like, the parking lot there? Is that where it was? Like, right yeah, at the corner. Yeah, there's a dumb pole that comes in on an angle right <laughs> okay. across the section there that's made no fun for anyone to ever paint there. We're usually like, your style would look great there. And like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so we just decided that we were like, we'll just take that spot. It worked out put it on the map of the wall you know it's like we're gonna paint there and you know we kind of started on saturday got into it on sunday but by the time everybody was like rolling out it was mostly done and people were pretty hyped like they had never seen us do something like that before they didn't know that we could do that or whatever and a lot of people were just like yo that should be the t-shirt next year Sick. you know um do you so think you'll it was, stick with that concept of like taking a piece from the year before or? I mean, we kind of always have. It's been, like, hand-style related to, like, you know, Esoteric came and did a bunch of pieces, and people really loved his shit, so we yeah. had him design from above Boston. the radar. I got his shirt on. Is that who it is? Esoteric um, from Boston? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, the, the MC. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. no, no okay. He's calligrapher. Esoteric calligraffiti. Above the radar. Damn, I wonder if they have beef, because there's two esoterics down there. Two SKs in Burlington. Yeah, that's true. And we don't have beef at all. I love that dude. Shout out Robert Ronsi. Yeah, we actually have... We Robert was supposed to be on the show a couple times, and we just keep having scheduling conflicts, but we'll get him on. He's both got babies. Yep, yep, yep. That's definitely been part of it. Actually, uh, he did. He does the intro. Beat him in Sky Splitter for the Golden Hour. So oh, it's dope. dope. And I actually have a couple of tracks over some of his beats. So, nice. Yeah. Nice. Robert's the man. Yeah. But that's cool. So yeah, we'll have to we'll pass up the shirt if we didn't already at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I was hyped to get one of those. Appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was fun. It was and that was the first time we ever did a full color print. It's always been more sort of like a hand style, you know. The the year after, then it was Hell's RP Hell's um, Hell's Lore. It was his hand style, which we ended up running for two years because the first year it was like he was alive and designed it, and we put it on T-shirts. And the next year he was gone, yeah. and so we put it on T-shirts again. So because we knew a, a bunch of people wanted to have that one in particular, um, and so yeah, it was like the. We want that T-shirt. Kind of, it was like, yeah, like people were telling us, like, yo, that's the T-shirt for next year. We're like, all right, well, we want it too. Um, and it was, it's like, a, it was just such a classic. It was a fun, fun thing to paint. Looks dope on a T-shirt because it looks like it's falling off. Because yeah. <laughs> the poster we painted looks like it's falling off the wall. So it was like, yeah, it just, it just fit, you know. So we'll see. We still got a few if anybody really wants one. We do, all in right. fact, have how, a bunch. How can yeah. people? You know, shoot a DM at Above the Radar, at Ant Hill Collective, at SK, at Capes, whatever. All right. Find any of those things. I'll add them on the IG, and uh, they take donations, too. You yep. just feel like sending some money through for next year, and just for being all around awesome dudes. That's what's up. I got Venmo. Yep. Here we go. Holla at your boy. Yep. Venmo these days. <laughs> I feel like you need to. We got a... These awesome uh, planes and trains and automobiles that be rocking by because uh, once again we are out here at Burlington Beer Company, home of Above the Radar 5. Uh, if you guys got anybody want to give any shouts out to? I feel like we damn near shouted them all out already, right? <laughs> like we made our way pretty well through the list. Shout out Mesha. I think we did that one already, but I'll do it myself this time around. Yeah, I'd like to shout out all the artists that have made this possible because this event is not about me and Scotty. It's about all of them. And uh, really, it would be nothing without their dedication to their craft and doing it for the love. 
coming up here to bless us with their work. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's been a pleasure for me. Just like, you know, I've known some of these cats through here, you know, since the first year and just like every year looking forward to it. You know, I see roll up and my haikus out here and just, yeah, all the different homies, you know, uh, yeah. whether it be the Montreal squad or whoever. Yeah, yeah they're so, family now, yeah. for sure. Yep. It's G-Fam. G-Fam 100. Well, with that being said, this has been uh, Vermontrepreneurs Episode 3 with Capes, SK, the Ant Hill Collective. And uh, it's been a pleasure, my dudes. No doubt. Cheers, man. All right. We out.